0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Game On. I'm your host, Jerry Jacob. This is a new show produced by She Got Gay Media, and it's all about success stories. Our guests are game changers, celebrities, as well as successful rising stars in business, music, and the arts. This is not your average talk show. On Game On, each guest is asked to share five winning strategies or ideas that have made and continue to make them successful. Hopefully, what they have to offer will inspire and motivate you and elevate your brand to get your game on. Today, getting her game on is author, playwright, publisher, life coach and entrepreneur with our own company, E. Claudette Freeman Literary Services. Ms. Claudette Freeman. Claudette, welcome to Game On.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: Great, great. I wonder if uh, at the beginning uh, of the show, uh, for our audience, I really wanted to get to know you a little bit so in, in you know in a few minutes, if you can just give us up, uh, you have so many accomplishments so a, a true Renaissance person, so please share with us a little bit of your history and your background, uh, allowing us to get okay. to know you.
0: Sure, not a problem. I am a um, small town Georgia girl raised here in South Florida. I've been here most of my life. I did radio here in South Florida actually for about 24 years, split evenly between news talk radio and gospel radio. I know the two formats seem very strange and far apart, but hey, that's a career in radio. I have always written, started writing in junior high school, which is now called middle school, so I guess I'm really aging myself
1: when I was
0: introduced to the to the work of uh, Zora Neale Hurston and James Baldwin by an English teacher and it just absolutely opened my eyes to see work by black authors writing about black lives that I could relate to and so began writing short fiction, um, dabbling with dialogue. I really like writing dialogue, so I do a lot of playwriting, I think, um, the way that people talk just kind of really mesmerizes me, and it's probably just a clue that I'm really nosy. But um, in the process of walking away from radio, I thought, okay, well, you know, what am I going to do? I walked away from radio to write the next bestseller and decided I needed to do something in the interim because I couldn't be a starving artist as a single mom. And people, interestingly, who knew me from radio but also knew that I wrote started approaching me about assisting them with writing books and plays. And so from there, I became a literary coach and an editor and moved into assisting people from the independent or self-publishing side of things. And those things kind of um, grew into what you call the life coaching because – so much of what we write comes from our own experiences, whether we're writing fiction or nonfiction. So a lot of times in the writing process, we have to deal with ourselves before we deal with the words on the page. And that is me and um, a wonderful pecan nutshell.
1: I, I, think, I think that's great. I, we, we had a little bit of a discussion before, and uh, I especially love. Uh, the words you use as part of your biography in terms of, you know, birthing the story. So just for, you know, for the minute, give me kind of a sense of that when you talk about birthing a story and the creative, the creative aspect of of what you bring to the table.
0: Okay. Well, for most of us, you know, we don't just sit down and the words that pour out on the page just happened at that moment. It's something that we've walked around with, for a while, so our words go through a gestation period, um, just like in, in the, the natural pregnancy kind of phase, we go through a, a gestation period. So for me, for instance, um, I've been walking around with these characters in my head now for for several months, and so as the characters and I kind of engage interact, I'll do different research and different aspects of the story possibilities so that by the time I sit down to give birth, to put the words on the paper, there are already things that have been experienced with the characters, with the storylines, with, with the plot, and how do I really want this story to end? And from a nonfiction standpoint, it's pretty much the same thing. You've done you know, your research. You've thought about your target audience. You've thought about, okay, who is this book meant to serve, and what, what are my personal experiences that – that I'm willing or not afraid to share in this giving birth. And the thing that we have to remember as writers in that giving birth phase is if you are not true to the words and true to the backstory and the storyline, the words will basically shut up. So you have to be ready to fully give birth to what you're writing.
1: That is great. I think that's a that's a that's an excellent explanation. And, uh, you know, for the majority of the show, and and this is part of our format, one of the things that we have asked you uh, and and, and appreciate is really share with us, you know, your success strategies or ideas for success. So with that in mind, Claudette, uh, please, uh, you know, feel free. I know you sent me about five. Okay. So, you know, rather than kind of repeat uh, what those are, you, you can to kind of begin by the first one, which is patience, so if we can discuss that at this point, that would be great.
0: Okay, great, so patience is something that I, I struggle with because I want it I want it now, I want to finish it now, I want it to you know you know blow up and explode in the world and be powerful now, um, but you have to have patience as an entrepreneur. you have to be patient enough number one to go through the steps and and be patient enough to understand that often failure is part of the steps. It doesn't mean give up. It just means step back for a minute, take a deep breath, look at it, analyze it, see what you really were supposed to learn from it, and then move forward. Be patient enough to deal with some of the things that could negatively affect you as an entrepreneur. So that means if you you know you've got – um, financial challenges or credit challenges or um, support challenges. Be patient enough to deal with those things or at least begin dealing with them before you delve fully into the entrepreneur mindset and the entrepreneur lifestyle because they will come back to, to affect you. So you have okay. to really be patient.
1: And the next one that you identified is vision.
0: Vision. you got to know what you want to do. You, you have to be very clear on what your goal and what the end thing is. And write it down, um, put it in your car, put it on your refrigerator, put it on the bathroom mirror so that your vision stays in front of you. And that was very important for me because my friends often tell me that I go chasing bright, shiny objects. So if it looks interesting to me um, or if I feel like you need help, I would get distracted and go do that. But I had to to really get tunnel vision about my vision. What is it that I'm here to do? What is is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And – What is it that's distracting me from doing it? So be very clear on your vision, and then protect your vision. Often your vision needs to be spoken to you and nobody else, and that may be for a couple of months. That may be for a year, but you have to protect your vision because often when you share your vision too soon, we get caught up in what everybody else thinks our vision should look like, and then our vision becomes their reality but not ours
1: and the and the next one you mentioned, which I love, is ridiculous faith,
0: yeah, ridiculous faith this this is not the kind of faith in self and faith in a, you know in and in, in God or universe or higher power, where you just say, "You know, I believe this is gonna happen. This is this kind of faith that says, "Okay, you know what, I've been doing this six months now, I've been doing this a year now, I've been doing this two years now, and I'm not seeing." the kind of money that I was making on my regular nine-to-five job. I'm not, you know, seeing those big doors open yet. You know, this is the kind of faith that says if you're on your third night of eating ramen noodles, you're okay. You know this is going to come through. So as soon as you finish eating the ramen noodles, you're going to get back up. You're going to work on your plan again. You know, you're going to take that 15-minute power nap and you're going to get up and you're going to work on it again. And this is the kind of faith that, looks at those who say, you know, maybe you should get a real job or, you know, baby, maybe this is really what you were supposed to be doing. This is the kind of faith where you say, you know, I think I'm going to follow this vision because if I don't follow it, I'll regret it, but if I do follow it, I'll get some wonderful blessings and some wonderful lessons along the way. So this is this kind of Great. faith that basically gives you the kind of the kind of strength to tell everything and everyone else to just let me ride this out.
1: And one last, that last, next slide on chart is redesign.
0: Redesign. You have to redesign. You have to know that you know your 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 ultimate vision may be a blue castle. But along the way, you may have to re- redesign the moat. You may have to redesign the entryway. So be ready to take a step back and look at things and say, "Oh, okay. You know what? Maybe the way that I get to the big screen is that I, I, I write for a couple of entertainment magazines so that I network, so that I network, so that I get my name out there. You know, or maybe I volunteer for." you know, a couple of festivals again so that I'm networking. So sometimes you have to redesign the path to the vision. Mm-hmm. Be ready mm-hmm. to redesign and always be ready to redesign your life. So you may have to, you know, redesign the, the, how often you're going on vacations or, or redesign what your average workday looks like in order to get to the goal. So always be ready to say, do I need to redesign this towards my vision, towards my goal?
1: That's excellent. I love the way you describe it. And then uh, the fifth one, which I was excited, I didn't even want you to tell me what what you mean here, is streams. So we have about uh, two minutes left on that, if you don't mind. Thank you.
0: No problem. Streams are basically two twofold. Number one, don't be afraid to cry. Even if you're crying, streams and rivers and oceans, don't be afraid to cry because the tears are going to wash away all of the junk and it's going to help you release all of the junk that's, that's weighing you down in, in that heart of heart, in that place where your, your heart, your spirit, and your soul meet up and have a convention. So the streams of tears release that. The other thing is very business-minded. It's revenue streams. Make sure you've identified each of your revenue streams and make sure you work in them in a very productive manner. Like for me, I, I was very focused on the coaching and the editing and the, and the publishing and doing well at that. But somewhere in the process, I forgot, hello, you're still an author and a playwright. When's the last time you wrote anything and put it out there? So that stream had stopped, had stopped uh, trickling. And so I had to go back and 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 put some water in the stream and make it start producing again. So that is what streams need.
1: Interesting, because I know you mentioned revenue streams because you know at the end of the day, like all of us, we we kind of have to pay the bills. We have to pay the mortgage. So at least yeah, we they, they like
0: that. Yeah, they like it when you pay the mortgage. They do. <laughs>
1: It's, it's interesting because you you combine you the, the aspect of feeling it and kind of letting it all out and, and, and giving yourself permission to feel okay and learning from it, and at the same time, uh, you know, a uh, revenue stream. So, wow, what a what, what a paradigm shift to some extent, but I love it. Well, I, I really appreciate that, that you shared, you know, some of these success stories with us, uh, Claudette, and I wanted to just share with our audience uh, where, just, uh, where, where can we find you? How do we take advantage of uh, E. Claudette Freeman Literary Services? So give us a, kind of a snapshot on that, if you don't mind.
0: Sure. One of the best ways to, to connect with me is at my website, which is uh, E. freemanliteraryservices.com, And I am actually on Facebook. You can find me uh, either at E. Claudette Freeman or ECF Literary Services, and you can connect with me on Twitter at ECFCreative.: And oh, you can that's always great. email me Yeah, you can always email me coaching at Um I share with Jerry, and I'll tell you I write a lot. I talk a lot in writing, so if you email me, don't be surprised if you get a novel back in response.
1: Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, uh, again, what I wanted to share with the listeners, again, thank you very much, Claudette. Uh, I just wanted to let the the listeners know that uh, to listen to this interview, uh, uh, you can tune in every Tuesday at 11, and we're on Block Talk Radio, which is called Game On with Jerry Jacob. And you can also see us on Facebook.com slash Game On with Jerry Jacob, and we're on iTunes with the same uh, identifying Game On with Jerry Jacob So, again, Claudette, thanks again for your time, and uh, appreciate appreciate your time, and, and thank you very much.
0: Oh, not a problem. Thank you for having me. Have an awesome day.
1: You too. Thanks again.